Hello, this is John Hodgman speaking to you from Los Angeles, a place where I do not live. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard, and you will keep listening until I tell you to stop. Never stop. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. What? Thanks to Alex Machina of Slacktory.com. Get that in there. <laughs> Did our, well, I wanted to stop you from your um. Oh, sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a shut up letter tradition at this sometimes point. Sometimes it, it stops you, and I want to keep the ball rolling. I want to keep us going today. I feel my um is a time-honored shut-up letter tradition. I'm nope. Matt, and I'm Andrew, and we like community. Uh, <laughs> that's how the show starts. <laughs> you just immediately forget what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but thanks. I like, I like to start each episode in an air of panic <laughs> by never knowing what I'm going to say after we finish our agreed-upon intro. Good. Uh, we're here to talk we're about community. Queer? Nope. <laughs> okay. That's, that's do, you, the other do you have Twitter open, or what's going on? What are you saying? Are we gonna we're gonna thank some Twitter? People? Oh sure, yeah. Let me, uh, let but let me say today we're gonna talk about an episode of Community that would be the sixth episode of the third season, which is titled Advanced, Advanced Gay. Gay. You can see why I said we're here. We're queer, and there a second ago. Yeah, it was all connected. Hashtag, <laughs> Hashtag it's all connected. Agents of Shield. Uh, so let's let's start with uh, Stephen Day. Stephen Day. Thank you so much. It's I'm I'm as mayor of Shut Up Leonard. I'm officially declaring oh. this Stephen Day. <laughs> that makes me comptroller of Shut Up Leonard, and I like that a lot. That's right. <laughs> uh, and also, let's talk about race. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come later. Sure. Uh, you didn't compliment my suit. <laughs> it's a very it's a good suit. <laughs> let's bring on Spencer. Uh, these are Harmontown references, folks. <laughs> Please go listen to it. It's good. It's Harmontown. Good. It's a good where the harm Harmons bound to talk about race. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, theme song. Also, a, a Twitter thanks to uh, uh, we apologize in advance yep. for mispronunciation. Yep. Uh, but it's Twitter user at Gui Guijon Halili. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up on Halili. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna t- take a step away from the first name. I'm I'm sorry. Good. Guijon? Guijon? It's uh, perhaps not, one of those things I'm not that sure. you're saying. But, uh, but whatever, however we say your name, we, we like you. Yeah, you've enjoyed the show, and we enjoy that you enjoy the show. Uh, yep. And if you enjoy that we enjoy that you enjoy the show, then we enjoy that. Yeah, they know, but they don't know we know. <laughs> it's true. Hashtag Joey. <laughs> that sounds like you're supporting the TV show, Joey. No, just the character. Okay. So that needs to be hashtag Joey, not the show. Hashtag Joey, the character versus hashtag Joey, the show. Okay. And then the third hashtag for Joey Pants. Did we have some more Twitter things? Uh, I thought there was at least one more. Boo, let's scroll through the Twitter. You want to thank Benview Network for yeah. retweeting us? Thanks, Benview Network. We Thanks, we are us. you. Uh, oh, Lucy Kate. Oh, Lucy Kate. Kate, of course. Lucy Kate helped Claire... us out with the chapstick lesbian conundrum. Yes. <laughs> Which I honestly don't remember when we talked about it, but... I do it would remember have been season six because it was uh, it was in reference to Frankie, Franksy. Yeah, I just don't remember um, 
I, now that it's mentioned, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I just don't remember ever hearing it before we were doing that episode and you said it. Yeah. Well, it was in the episode. Or, oh, it was in the episode. Yeah, That's right. It was right. in the episode. Uh, Jeff said it. Yeah, I, you're Jeff, right? I I'm sitting like, across from. I would like to think that <laughs> the I'm character that handsome. Jeff. Uh, so thanks, Lucy Kate. Yeah. Your Twitter handle is a lot of numbers and letters. Yeah. It seem, Based on that, it would seem like you're a spammer, but you're a real person. Yeah. Either that or it's a TV trope spot. It's a it's a it's the most advanced spammer of all time, <laughs> or she just has a weird Twitter handle. But uh, thanks anyway. Yeah, good, good uh, times. Yeah, that, that's the Twitter business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is the sixth episode of season three. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about the 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 Dan Harmon Tumblr post at the beginning or the end? Let's talk about it right now. Well, the quick overview. Overview <laughs> is that uh, there's a couple of things around here, but base uh, w- one storyline involves uh, Hawthorne wipes has become very popular within yeah within the gay community. Uh, another uh, storyline is that Troy is being tempted to join the uh, air conditioning repair school. Yep. Uh, and uh, attached to the Hawthorne wipes storyline is kind of uh, Jeff dealing with his father. Yeah. Uh, in a sense, classic I'll Jeff daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so, a Jeff Daddy. That's my sexual fetish. <laughs> that's the Dean's sexual fetish, I think. Uh, so, so this episode, when it came out, it actually got a little um, heat. Heat, yeah, some backlash uh, from. I, I'm not going to say from a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, but from enough that Dan Harmon felt the need to respond. Uh, I think we'll try and put a link in our show notes, show notes to this to uh, Dan Harmon Tumblr post, Jack O'Brien, uh, where he he more or less apologized for using the gay community as a, a tool in the story rather than giving them uh, character traits. Yes. Because uh, there are a couple of speaking characters uh, who kind of represent the entirety of the gay community. Yeah. And they, the only characteristic you get from them is that, yes, they are gay. gay. Yeah. Look at these big big old gay boys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And, and they talk about that on the commentary, too. The mm-hmm. writer that this mentions how it got heat. And he, he, as he's watching the show, he's like, well, yeah, they're right. <laughs> yeah. This is the part. Yep. This is the part it, they're talking about. And yeah. you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, I can't disagree. Which, which is kind of interesting because I think on a whole, community is really good at um, not doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Where I think that the, the, by them doing this, by using uh, the gay community as like a tool in the story, it was, it was not I, – I, I don't want to call it an accident. But it wasn't malicious. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, this is all they're good for. It yeah. was a thing where it was like, this is the joke about the as the the writer uh, uh, Matt Murray who wrote this episode. Nephew of Bill. Sure. Uh, said no evidence of that's true. <laughs> no, and it and it couldn't be because that's that'd be a real bummer if Dan Harmon knew someone related to Bill Murray and couldn't and even could, get him yeah, on the show. That's true. Uh, but no, Matt Murray even said in the commentary that the whole the big crux of this story idea was. Uh, uh, in the was it Chevy Chase as a gay icon? Yes, that was the story idea. So, and, and I think that's a solid, yeah. yeah, solid story idea. Yes. Uh, so it was never a, a, an intent to belittle or make fun of the gay community. It was just you know that was their purpose in the story. Yes. And unfortunately, none of the characters developed. Uh, but I think as a whole, community is really good at developing characters who are in minority uh, positions. Reports. Minority reports. Yeah. yeah. The, Tom the, Cruise the, has the to go weekly, save them. Did the minority reports come in today? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have to arrest you for pre-crime. Oh, no. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> well, you're, you're going to kill me. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> but you know what? I'll let us do this whole podcast. We'll see if I'll survive. Thank you. I'm very trusting of you. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's, I mean, what, did you have anything more to say on that? On Dan Harmon's response? Nope. 
good. <laughs> That's our official stance on that. We're cool. <laughs> Dan, we're cool. Uh, so let's start. Mm-hmm. My Troy first note is in line at the cafeteria. My first note is the on the other side of the cafeteria wall. Jerry the janitor having problems with dishwasher. Yes. <laughs> we're we're taking dueling notes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Troy says you gotta put the thing on the square thing and twist, twist it, bop it, and then it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's I exactly. Say, what it th- Gilmore Girls has has inserted bop it into my mind in a way more prominent role than it once had been. Good and pop tarts, which also, sure, which in the also opening in shot the, of this I'm episode. I'm glad we both noticed that there were strawberry pop tarts <laughs> uh, sitting on the counter of the school cafeteria in this shot. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "Hey, you do that," and then. Jerry uh, speaks some plumberies at him. <laughs> Says, hey, that square thing is called a Peshapath. Yeah. I don't remember. And that term. maneuver is called the Hammerhar Maneuver. And he's like, listen, I don't care. I just, I'm just trying to hang out with my friends and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, what do you think of the offer that Jerry makes him? <laughs> what, meet me on the men's the third room? The third floor men's room best. after 3 p.m. Yes. And specifically after 3 p.m. to fix a clogged toilet. So mm-hmm. does Jerry know that there's a pooper? That comes in sometime before three and clogs the toilet, or that just Here's the traffic of incoming yeah, poopers thing, by think. three p.m. Greendale's pipes are so screwed up. They will a toilet will be clogged. Oh, by toilet 3. will be clogged by three p.m. I think that is the okay. Good. But although I do kind of like the other situation where Jerry's just he knows three p.m. I gotta go get that. Or <laughs> we got that pooper. Or <laughs> given what we know about Greendale, what we will learn in season five. Mm. Uh, the toilet is already clogged and has been clogged for a while, mm. but he won't get that work order until 3 p.m. Oh, sure. Yeah. Although I thought that was more of a custodian thing than a janitor thing. Well, now we're, <laughs> you've revealed me to be a racist. Yeah, racist against Not custodian knowing, janitors. Yes. It's weird that he's a janitor who... It's never addressed that he's like his job is janitor, mm-hmm. but he only does plumbing work for the school. Well, I... Is that I, part of a janitor's... I mean, unclogging a toilet is surely, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's also a thing where maybe Jerry Jerry aspires to be a plumber. And well, he aspires to be a plumber, but also I think he knows the custodians. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a break in the ranks where yeah. Jerry will step up and do a thing sometimes. Okay. <laughs> that isn't his his job, but he he wants to be better. Okay. Especially cuz his I mean, the other janitors we know are crazy Schmidt. Yep. And he's running. he's probably really upset right now cuz he's he's lost the leg. Yes. Marilyn Veronica? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now, I mean, the leg is <clears throat> lost to Chang and then perished in the fire. So yeah. It's well, that's doubly upsetting. It's doubly upsetting. Uh, uh, what? So, yeah. Uh, and I don't know what I, I wrote this. I don't know what it means. Here we go. After the note about third floor men's room after 3 p.m., I just wrote, make him sign it? I don't know what that's about either. Make him sign it. I do have a note about them all at the... Oh, Pierce gives a signature. Oh, that's it. I don't know why I put that there, because I also have this smiley face piece well, uh, yeah. note. So I got a lot of thoughts about these smiley face pieces. Yes, please. We need to do a deep dive on these smiley face pieces. So the joke is Annie um, makes a smiley face out of her piece, mm. shows it to Abed. Abed says, cool, Stonehenge. Yeah. Um, but mm. what bothered me, and what has bothered me since this episode aired, okay. is how does she get... She holds it at an almost 90-degree angle, and the peas do not slip off the plate. What kind of dark magic is she using to, to adhere these peas to the plate? I don't know. But you get the joke, right? He doesn't recognize faces. Yeah, I think that's a really... It's that's, a great joke. That's a great joke, and I think yeah. it's really quick and subtle in a weird way. Yes. Where that's an Abed trait that doesn't really, like, 
yeah come out that much yeah but here it's super apparent <laughs> yes. cool stonehenge yeah uh i like the joke a lot but i am very concerned about how the peas are stuck to the plate it makes no sense to me that they're stuck and of course also this reaches me uh howard hughes was known to arrange peas on a plate so of course it's reaching that part of my brain and sure. making it smile good and then some gays show up is that correct that's how they're characterized yes i believe they are never given character names uh, uh, the actor's Kyle name is and peanut butter. <laughs> that's, that's oh, good. I like that. <laughs> that's like uh, the one guy's known as Keys in the ET credits. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they show up and they want Pierce Hawthorne to sign. Uh, They're fans. Uh, yeah, they want him to sign a, a container. What do you call that? Yeah. Canister. A cylinder. Of wipes. A cylinder of wipes. Okay. I'm gonna call everything by. I would like one cylinder of soda, please. I'm gonna call everything by their shapes from now on. <laughs> good. Um, and he just does it. He doesn't really understand what's going on. Yes. Uh, well, he, he believes he, they walk away and everyone questions it and he's, and they ask him what that was about. And he said, Oh, fans of the party, we call them towel heads. Uh, what I thought was interesting. And they said in the commentary, this was improvised. One of, one of the two men winks at Jeff as yes. they leave, yeah. which Jeff kind of take, he kind of nods into, he, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't brush it away. Yeah. He, no, he, I think Jeff likes the attention. I, of course, he likes the attention. Yeah, but I really enjoy that. That's uh, that. That's a, that was an imp- improvised thing, and that it fits so well. Yes, <laughs> that was perfect. Very nice. Uh, so then, uh, quickly, Abed uh, Google's what's going on, yeah. uh, because one of one of the the men as they leave uh, sings uh, a bit of "Pocket Full of Hawthorns." Jason and Randall are these two gentlemen. They names. actually have names. Jason and Randall. Oh, that's right. He says, "Be quiet, Randall. You're embarrassing me," or something. Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so then they watch the music video yes. uh, for "Pocket Full of Hawthorns," yes, which is a song. Urbana, Ar- Urbana Champagne. Yeah, Champagne spelled like nothing yeah. <laughs> it's completely made of spelling uh and it's from the album songs in the key of realness yeah uh and uh in the commentary uh gillian jacobs <laughs> big fan of dj pierce big fan of uh uh her drag name i guess you could or his drag name yeah is Shan- shangela yes uh and the, and uh shangela appeared in seasons two and three of rupaul's drag race yes and Gillian Jacobs just lost her shit on Huge set. Huge fan. <laughs> uh, she's also a fan of Untucked, the behind-the-scenes uh, drag race show. Yeah. And uh, according to her, she spent like a, a solid chunk of time just quoting him to him, mm-hmm. just telling him things that he had said, Do you which think, is delightful. Here's the thing that I that I always thought, uh, I don't mean to take it really back, but this kind of, I think, is, is part of perhaps why people were mad mm-hmm. with Dan Harmon or with this episode, yeah. is because there's so much of an, an equivalence between the drag race community and just gay, the gay community in general. Yeah. Or I think there is definitely, there's a gay community that isn't into drag race, thing, sure. or drag, drag queens, what do you call it? Drag queens? I'm calling it drag race because of the show. Yeah, drag queens. <laughs> the drag queens. Uh, but it, it, they could be, uh, this episode could consider them as the same. And, I, I don't, uh, I don't think it does. I, 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 I think, well, I think some people watching it will consider that. Okay. I understand that they're different, yes. but when, when you're watching this from a certain perspective, maybe you're like, Hey, wait, the gay community isn't all drag queens. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. But the, the, there's a healthy gay representation in the drag community. Yes. I will agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I wrote down the punchline to a joke here. The uh, uh, Shirley doesn't understand what what the gay community has to do with wipes. Yeah, Abed says, well, Abed, according to Wikipedia. And then he whispers into her ear, and, and then she, she says, says, even Bruce Valanche? Yep, and Jeff, Jeff says, especially says, Bruce Valanche. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, do you think that was Dan Harmon's mad about the Oscars? Is that because doesn't Bruce Valanche <laughs> write the Oscars sometimes? Well, and... I mean, specifically, you don't re- you don't recall there was beef. Oh, there was beef. There was beef I where beef. Uh, where Bruce Valanche went out and sort of claimed he wrote something that Dan Harmon wrote that was uh, part of that Oscar okay. ceremony. Because Dan Harmon won an, and Dan an Harmon... Oscar for the Oscar ceremony, right? Or did Dan he win Hill an won Emmy? Emmy for the Oscar okay. ceremony? And then Bruce Valance, Bruce Valance like referred to having written Hugh Jackman's song, oh. which Dan Harmon wrote with Rob Schraub. Yeah, and and Dan Harmon like went like on like in the comment section of the this blog where he said that was like, hey Bruce, uh, you didn't write that, I did. So there, I mean, there was gen- there was beef there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I could tell there was a connection. I didn't. I forgotten that beef. Yeah. That's something. And then Bruce Valance, I believe, at some point was like a guest judge or something on RuPaul's Drag Race. Hmm. Bring it all around. Yep. It's all connected. Hashtag shield. Um, <laughs> uh, I have another. Uh, do, do you have more about this moment? Well, let's talk about Shirley for a second. Yeah, let's. Do, I do. I do want to talk about Shirley. She is unreasonably uh, cool with the gay community in this episode. I would say. What, what do you? As compared to her previous characterizations. What does Abed say to her that shocks her? Okay. Well, because she must understand that gay. The way gay people have sex. It's in the butt. It's it's definitely different from how men and women have sex. <laughs> yes, the parts are different. Yeah, so she must have an understanding of what they're doing. Yeah. So what could Abed be saying that makes her say even Bruce Valanche? Well, because I mean she must like him because of Hollywood Squares. Neither Please. of us have had Hollywood s- Squares is where she's getting Bruce Valanche. Knowledge. Neither of us have had sex with men in our lives. No, and thus never used a wipe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In in in, to, in that capacity to, uh, to assist sex with men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that? Do you even think it's a sexual act, or do you think it's um, because since Clean it's specifically drag queens, oh, I something to do with tucking? I thought I always yeah. thought uh, for drag queens it would be a makeup remover, but I, I believe there are specific wipes made for. Remover, well, there are makeup, makeup removers. Yeah, yeah. Hawthorne wipes. Is it a? Is it a catch-all wipe? Well, I'll tell you. I, I, I would never have. Where thought does this wipe go? I would never have thought this until the, the Just song. Now. Oh, no, the song. until the song, the episode. Yeah. But the way the song, and I don't know how this would work. I don't mm. believe it would work. But it seems to me the song is suggesting, because Urbana Champagne says, "I'm getting my best device for concealing my penis," mm-hmm. and then it flashes on screen the Hawthorne wipes container. Mm-hmm. My interpretation was that they're in some way suggesting that that container can be used to hide a penis. Mm. I have no idea how that would work. I don't think that would work. But that to me is what the song seemed to be suggesting. I think that was just bad editing on but the song. But I'll tell you what parts. my theory as to what Abed Whispers is. Okay. And remind you, this is just conjecture at my point. Sure. And uh, I know from certainly many gay men have discussed that this is in, in if, when when anal sex goes right, mm-hmm. this will not come into play. Oh. But when it goes wrong, sure, you might need a wipe to clean up the Santorum afterwards. <laughs> and I think maybe that's what Abed was whispering into Shirley's ear. And she was that. Disgusted by it. Of course, if you you're gonna whisper Santorum into Shirley's ear, and 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 people who don't know what Santorum is, Google it. It'll come up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. Uh, but then I want to even talk more about. So then, what follows in the scene is uh, uh, Pierce's offended initially. Yes. That uh, the gay community is so into his wife's. Uh, he doesn't like it at all. Yeah. He says he's gonna sue them, and all the, he keeps whatever he keeps saying, it keeps turning around into sounding gay. Yeah. Uh, or like he wants to, to. I'm gonna sue the pants off that lady. That's not a lady. And why do you want her pants off? Uh, <laughs> quit putting gay things in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. 
And he says, I'm going to take them to court and eat their ass. Yes. <laughs> like, Pierce, just stop. Yeah. Uh, and But here's what I find interesting. Shirley is laughing right along. She loves all of this. Yes, exactly. She's really into making fun of Pierce mm-hmm. for his homophobia. Yeah. And yet she shares at least a shade of it. I think she's homophobic for different reasons, but I would... There's definitely different reasons, both but... Both is homophobic. Yeah. She would never like to be characterized as as a, a member of the gay community. But she's... She... she and this is, I think... Uh, this is where I think it, some of my problems with Shirley is that they, they kind of... They're sometimes <clears throat> unwilling to characterize her as the villain that she would be. In that, at times, she is very, you know, hardline, anti-gay, anti-anything anti not Christian. Yeah. Well, Whereas I mean, in this episode, she's shown as a friend to the gay community. They, well, she they goes to their party. She loves the party. She's she, enjoying their company. In this scene, I believe this is when she mentioned, she says, uh, I, I, something like their choice to be gay. Yeah. Like, they did, make yeah. it very poignant that she doesn't understand yeah. the gay community. Yeah. Uh, but not, not that she's a villain. I think know, in yeah. other situations, she has been portrayed as a sort of villain. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what community was afraid of all along. Yeah. Was making Shirley the villain. Yeah. <laughs> they finally, they did it real hard in season five. Sure. That was, that was good. The good times. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what's next? Go. You say worse. Oh, so. We both had, we both uh, I have a note about the anti-inspector. I'm very intrigued by this. They oh, go back sure. to the study room. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember why. Oh, it's just to like. Give a little break. Give a little break. So Pierce can come back I think, in, in I think the champagne is, t-shirt. Isn't the thing here? The cootie catcher what? here? Oh, yeah. I think you're right. So then they, then they come back. They're all in the study room. Uh, and that was talking. a very not cootie catcher like hand gesture you just made. That was more of a flute. <laughs> yeah, the cootie catcher, right? It's a you blowing it, <laughs> nope, and then uh, noises correct. come out. <laughs> this is how you do a cootie catcher. Oh jeez, I thought you do it with two hands. No cootie catchers. Oh maybe. Oh maybe it is. Yeah, like you this. have two. You put your. You put your. You're right. No, you're right. It is two hands. Two. Okay, your pointer finger and your middle finger together. Yeah. And then they touch your each Thumb. thumbs, and then you keep. So them. the back pockets have a thumb in them each. Yeah. And the front the pockets, pockets have two fingers in them each. <laughs> We have to describe this because we're an, an audio podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, the anti-inspector. There's yeah. a. I don't remember why he comes up. Uh, oh, because this is Pierce. Obvious theory is that Pierce's positrons have been reversed, creating the anti-Pierce. Yeah, and uh, the they they make an Inspector Space Time joke out of this, which is the uh, anti-inspector had a weird mustache and was kind of rapey. Yeah, that's Troy's line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what I really enjoyed about that weird exchange was Annie got right in there with the. With with the nerd science. Well, uh, she shuts it down though. Yeah, but it's. She just, she's, I don't think his positrons have been reversed. Yeah, but she she gets right on board with positrons. <laughs> she's not like there's no such thing as positrons. Yeah. She just says they haven't been reversed. I think clearly. I, I, but I think the way she was saying that was was her way of saying there's no such thing as positrons. Can I just appreciate when they allow Annie to get in on their nerd talk? <laughs> it's a fun time. More of that will come later. Exactly. Save it, save it for when it's real. <laughs> but this is real enough for me. Yeah. I even enjoy it when. <laughs> Was that a character? Yeah, that's my new rejection bunny. It's a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't expect that. It did not. You say something he disagrees with, the rejection bunny pops in with a too long. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Pierce has decided to throw Greendale's first annual gay, gay bash. bash. Yeah. Uh, and Britta says, Congratulations on providing the minimum support for equal rights. Yes. For uh, open mindedness. Well, Open-mindedness, I'm yes. sorry. I, Which I, I like this whole exchange, and Pierce kind of gets into it, too. There is a kind of weird history of progressions made towards civil rights for reasons of money. Like, uh, I, I know famously in the 40s, Pepsi 
broke the the soda race barrier because they're like, hey, black people can buy soda too. And they started putting black people in ads. It's this weird thing where it's like, there's this weird, it's, it's a good thing, question mark, where, where there's a kind of open-mindedness that comes from bigots realizing they can sell to minorities. I mean, I... I guess I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying it's a real thing. Yeah. And that, and I think it makes sense that Pierce is tapping into that here. Well, I, I'd like to think that it could be good. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it's, it's for the wrong reasons. And it often leads to, as they talked about in Harmontown, uh, McDonald's commercials with James Brown. Yeah. Uh, which are interesting little facets of, 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 of capitalism. Uh, can we talk about, um, does it bother you? Na- uh, uh, first annual that bothers me. Why? Cause it's called inaugural. If it's the first thing, it's the inaugural. Who cares? And then the second one is the second annual. Forget it. Forget it, Andrew. It's Greendale. <laughs> but this is like everywhere. I don't know if it's being used as a joke here to show that Greendale's just as dumb as everyone else or yeah. the dean is just as dumb as everyone else. But the word that you're supposed to use if it's the first annual, it can't be the first annual. It's the inaugural. Anyway. First annual makes sense, technically. I mean, but it's, it's, it's only first annual if they do a second one. Yeah, so they're planning on doing a second one. Yeah, so it's the inaugural. It's the first one. No one has to use your words. I could <laughs> But this is how language works. These are the real words that you're supposed to use. Okay, listen. You're you're wearing a red t-shirt right now. Sure. The word I'm supposed to use is red t-shirt. Yeah. I could say Andrew's wearing red clothes and that would still be accurate. But this is just It's still it's, accurate. It's inexact. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but it's inexact in a way that doesn't matter. You only need to be exact for for <laughs> For purposes to, to prevent confusion, and no confusion is happening to this. That was Rejection this Bunny's weird brother who doesn't know how to do the rejection noise. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is old man Lindy telling me that I can't end a sentence with a preposition. Well, well you know fine. what? I'm okay that with rule that. Has, been, has been proven to be a sham, a holdover from a language that is not our own, that does not make sense in English. So it was a it was a struggle for Pierce to get his father to sell to the Italians. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> this is our first real mention of uh, the super racism uh, of a character that we will meet officially mm-hmm. in this episode. Yes. Uh, we've we've kind of had mentions of Pierce's father before. Yeah. Uh, there was the in the KFC spaceship episode. Yeah. Which kind of uh, connects to this one because we now see his father does bear a certain resemblance to Colonel Sanders. What was that? At least in the way he dresses. In Okay. Am I remembering the future of the past <laughs> where Pierce sits down and watches an old reel of him of, of a of a of a Hawthorne Wipes commercial? That happens. Was that in the KFC episode? No. That was not in the KFC episode. But that was earlier than this episode? No. Okay. So it happens later? Yes. Okay. That's all. It's a good, that's a good, and it's a, that's another good Pierce's, uh, Cornelius Hawthorne is yes. his name, moment. And I think whenever you get a little, you get a character like this who technically only shows up in one episode, but they their reach is across many. Like an like a octopus spreading its tentacles, yeah. dipping into all the corners of our consciousness. Spectre. Through time immemorial of the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Carl Sagan possessed me for a second there. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Uh, Jeff and Berta get into an argument. She thinks this is uh, Jeff has an edible complex. Yeah, an edible Edible, complex. Right. (laughs) Uh, Oedipus, he kills his. He thinks she's the worst. Yeah. I don't know what happens next. He wants to do something with with the mom. I I haven't read that far in the chapter. Uh, Bone the mom, Berta. The correct answer is sex with the mother. Do you think Britta could be a good psychologist? (laughs) Well, you know I'm a Berta booster. I think she cares. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. But you also need to be smart. 
I think she's, she cares, but she's not dedicated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that she isn't smart. It's that, that like she never – like book learning isn't her thing. She wants to just get out there and do it. Yeah. And if she's doing it wrong, she doesn't care because she's doing it. Yeah. She's too eager. She's too eager. There we go. But somehow that makes her the worst. <laughs> so then the, the, the gays come in, Randall and Jason? Is that what That's I said? That's what you said, yeah. They come in. Uh, they want to know what cookies for the party, peanut butter and chocolate chip. Mm. Pierce says rainbow bitches, which is not an answer that makes sense. Yeah. So they just, there's a pause. And then he says, and then Jason says, we have peanut butter and chocolate chip. <laughs> it's a very delightful, do you, delightful okay. moment. Do you think uh, uh, Jason and Randall know that th- that Pierce is using them in a way? Yes. But they don't care because it's a party. Yeah. It helps them anyway. Yeah. Okay. They're using him just as much as he's using them. Well, I think they like they like their genuine fans of Hawthorne. You know, maybe they don't know because in the first scene they definitely didn't know. Maybe they catch on at some point. They must catch on because I yeah. think when he says "rainbow bitches," I think that's a that's a real sign. You know, here's you know, here's <laughs> that's, what I here's that's a real I, sign. Here's what I think they think. I think oh, this is an old racist man mm-hmm. who's trying his best to relate to us. Sure. And and we like the products, and so we're, we appreciate that. Okay. I think that's what's going on. Okay. Because I don't like. And I will to, say, I do have a note about them interacting a bit, which I'll get to. Because I don't like to imagine that they're dumb. I like to. I like to imagine that they are smart people. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the, I think this episode, to its credit, never shows them as dumb. Yeah. They they always seem to be kind of in on it, or at least they're they're on the side of the wipes, not Pierce. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they appreciate that Pierce is making an effort, even if it is from a bad place. Yeah. Um, so then we get another scene of uh, plumber versus AC repair business. Is that here? Uh, it's what I, I've written down: plumber versus AC repair. Uh, I forget why. Because because uh, Pierce's father. I have Pierce's father coming in before my next AC note. Oh no! This is where he. Fi- this is this is just a plumber note. Oh, he this just is, fixes. This the is thing? when he's on the third floor. Oh right! I didn't have a note about that. Yeah, so he's Go on ahead. the third floor. Uh, he fixes the, the toilet, and <laughs> and then uh, Jeremy Miner is like, "How does that feel?" And mm. Troy's like. Just pretty nice. <laughs> I like that Troy is deriving a, some genuine satisfaction for fixing a blocked toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dan Bacchanal comes in. Uh, yes, is he? He's not. He's named later, I believe. I believe so. I don't. I don't. Think but at this point, yet. he's just kind of like a like the AC minion. Yes, and he's <laughs> he says, "Oh, all that talent! You should come over to the AC repair annex." Mm-hmm. And then Jerry uh, immediately reacts with great anger. Says, "You get the hell out of here! You get out of here!" <laughs> And Dan Bagadol just kind of smiles and says, okay, and walks away. <laughs> um, and then Troy sees the unpleasant side of being a plumber uh, because he says, now let's go upstairs. Someone pooped in the toilet, or in the sink. Now that's, I don't think that's a plumber's job, if you poop in a sink. Well, it's a janitor's job, surely, though. Okay. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> well, next, uh, I think I think the next scene is actually uh, Pierce is setting up with the... With the yeah, and that's when he's getting the pictures taken, yeah, right? Yeah, I really like the scene. Because I, I like that Pierce genuinely, like, has fun with them. Mm-hmm. Like, when they take the silly picture. <laughs> yeah. They, they do it, so they, they get a picture taken, and they, have mm-hmm. a, they do a real one, and then a silly one, where Pierce kind of sticks out his butt, and one of the gay guys is pretending to slap it. Yeah. Uh, and Pierce is I, genuinely having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weirdly heartbreaking that I, I kind of wish this, like, like, I wish Pierce had continued his gay icon lifestyle, because I think, I think it really, it makes him happy. He has friends, people like him. I think it's fun to see. Well, Pierce likes to be accepted. Yeah, that's just his and that's, thing. And he's kind of found that here. Yeah, uh, that was really nice. But, but guess then who this... shows up to take a shit on that business? It's 
Cornelius Hawthorne. Who he comes in and he says, Pearsonald Anastasia Hawthorne. Yep, Pierce's full name. Pierce's full name. <laughs> yeah. As we've explored before. Uh, oh, they didn't even say the second or, or third here. What That's interesting. Saying? Oh yeah. Because in in uh, in some supplemental materials uh, known as the DVD uh, papers, yes. the DVD papers. The DVD papers. Uh, they they the call him Pierce Hawthorne, Pierce Anastasia Hawthorne the third, right? Yes. Which which we've determined uh, you can be a, a multi number, like if that. Yeah, if your uncle had the same. Yeah, it, it's as it's generational, uh, but, but not necessarily within the same immediate family. Yeah. So. It, so it could be grand granddad to uncle to you, mm-hmm. basically. So in this case, uh, though, even though it appears he's saying his full name, he doesn't say the third. Yeah, maybe he's got some beef with the uncle. That's very possible. Yeah. Uh, but whatever's going on here, uh, Pearson Old, funny, right? Yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's good, a good name that's gag. A good name. Good Especially because his name is Cornelius. Yeah, <laughs> it's just everyone's uh, names are too fancy and weird. Yep. My next note is about uh, Troy's encounter with the Troy AC. Troy gets people. kidnapped, yeah. taken to a, the AC repair annex with a number of other recruits. Yeah, he's he's literally he's kidnapped in the sense that as he's walking down a hallway, <laughs> air conditioners are turning on. Yeah. He turns around, a black bag's over his head. Yep. It comes off. He's in a weird room with like three or four others. In the middle of the night with an astronaut making paninis and, and Black Hitler. <laughs> and Black Hitler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which they talk on the co- uh, commentary about how this is a, a thing that conspiracy people say that if if you do somehow get taken or or get into their you know into the inside group, yeah, they show you some weird stuff to make it when you tell your story, no well, one believe you. And this was something that the, that uh, Matt Murray was that his name? Yeah. Suggested that cops do sometimes, mm. where if they want to rough, you didn't hear this in the commentary. I don't remember hearing this. He talks about how, and I don't know if he was talking about this as a conspiracy theory or as a genuine belief of his. He seemed really into conspiracy theories, yeah. so that it was kind of a fun. Uh, but he talked about how uh, if a cop wants to beat the shit out of a witness, basically, which mm-hmm. is not legal. Oh, they dress up as a clown. Yeah, is that what like, that was? Yes. Oh, I missed the cop part of that. Yeah. Huh. So the clown, and then of course no one believes him when, when someone says, "Hey, the fucking weird clown came in and beat the shit out of me." Mm-hmm. No one would believe them. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Do you think there was a struggle to get Black Hitler on the air on network TV? That's interesting. Yeah. Do you recall when we see Black Hitler if he has a swastika? I believe he does. Me too. He's in a full like Nazi uniform. That's interesting. And he hiles, doesn't he? I believe he does a quick like like the casual how. Yeah. There was a comedian that had a bit about the casual. I think it was Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> this is the casual, the office hile. Well, of course he would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I I believe that he does he does a little quick. I I've done I've done, no I didn't. Nope. I, didn't, I didn't do it myself. Just no one's done anything. Uh, you know, I'd like to think there was, but it seems so casual. On the, even on the commentary, they they just laughed. They thought yeah. it was funny. It's funny. I like yeah. I like this joke a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, I I have to think that somewhere you know standards of practice is like is is this is this cool? <laughs> I'm trying to remember who stole. Someone stole this joke. Unless it came earlier. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but there was a was it SNL or it was a late night talk show where there was a bit where. Um, um, someone was making a Hitler movie, and they cast Gabrielle Sidibe as Hitler, and she—it was like a behind-the-scenes thing where she's in the Hitler costume talking to someone. And my mind is pulling this out of somewhere. Can you spell Gabrielle Sidibe? You just did it, and then type Hitler and see what happens. See what happens. Hello, Google. How are you today? Movie. Oh, was it a movie? The movie? Is that a thing? What is that? That was that funny. That that uh, it was like a. You know, it was a thing. What is it? It was like a thing where it was like making fun of Oscar movies. I oh, believe. okay. So well, it came out in 2012, so it totally stole this bit from Community. Yeah. Let's right? See. There's Black Black Hitler on Tumblr. Post tagged Black Hitler on Tumblr. Let's see what we got. 
I'm looking for Gabriel. We're doing uh, Google searches on the air. Yep, live. This has been live Google with Matt and Andrew. I'm not that, seeing what. Could that be a new podcast? You. Live Google? Does that have something? Does that have legs? <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> We're always trying to come up with new podcasts here at the We're Benview Network. Pitching. I'm pulling always the curtain back right now to talk as a producer of the Benview Network. Uh, we uh, we are always looking for a new podcast here. So if this, you want to see a picture of pitch, Kanye West, pitch anything, I don't, I don't uh, appreciate us, that uh, coming up in the black and uh, I'm gonna keep working on live Google, and um, I'm going back behind the curtain. Uh, okay, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the plug on this. I don't think we're, right, Matt, what cool. we're looking for. Let's let's get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh, it's so hot. <laughs> it is very hot. Swedish dogs. <laughs> I just looked down at a random note. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little later for me. Man liked to pretend dead. What does that mean? <laughs> That's a little later, too. That's my next note after Black Hitler. What? Man liked to pretend dead. Man liked to pretend dead? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe you do. That's way later for me. Okay, well, what do you got in between there? Uh, I mean, if I'm understanding your note correctly. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so we talked about Troy being taken by the AC repair, so it's kind of like a, an initiation ritual he's going to have to go through. He's got to build the thing blindfolded. So we're cutting back and forth to that. Uh, when we come back to the study group, Jerry's looking for Troy, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I kind of like that. He comes by the study room to say, hey, where's Troy? And yeah. Abed's like, I don't know, but he's okay. And then oh, yeah. Shirley's like, maybe he was kidnapped. Like, it's immediately yeah, yeah. straight to kidnapping. And then she says, it's usually someone, uh, the mother or father, and it usually ends in murder-suicide. <laughs> and, and he says, why are you smiling? And she says, oh, <laughs> Shirley just didn't realize she was uh, smiling. And she I love said Shirley's that. weird darkness. Well, she's into the... she's obsessed with crime shows. Yeah, crime shows. <laughs> True crime, yeah. Uh, and then we get a full meeting of Cornelius Hawthorne, uh, played by Larry Cedar, walks into the room. Who is actually... Younger than Chevy Chase. Of course. Yeah. It's like the Golden Girls thing. Golden Girls. The, the Golden Girl who was older than the others was actually the younger than song. the others. Did you know that? I Because you told me that before. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he's, he starts immediately being racist. <laughs> he course. says, you're hanging out with all these Jewesses and what are the other ones he says? Uh, Jewess I grabbed onto. The overly Tan, which was over, Jeff. <laughs> overly Tan is Jeff. Yeah. That's Is this where man like man like to pretend dead comes from? I don't know. Cause I have cause Swedish dogs is definitely this scene. Yes. And I have man like liked to pretend dead before Swedish dogs. Man liked to pretend dead. But you said you knew what you that was later for you. It seeming like that you knew what it was. Because it's a Hawthorne thing to pretend to have. A oh, it's heart not attack. that. It's not about that. I don't okay. Think. Well, I don't know. Man liked to pretend. Is it from astronaut Paninis and Black Hitler? Is there a conversation in there? Man liked to pretend dead. Maybe. <laughs> Also, we we uh, we. What the fuck? What is wrong? I'm sorry. There's a deleted scene that I believe goes into this part that that oh, sure. that when they pull off the uh, the AC. John helmets. Goodman is very good, by the way. We John Goodman's said great. That. There's yeah. a quick deleted scene where John Goodman does the a official AC AC repairman hand gesture. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so back to Cornelius. Man like to pretend dead. <laughs> what does this? How are you spelling man? M A N. Capital M. Yeah. Unless it's mom like to pretend dead? Yes, that's a line. Oh, I know what it is! <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was so loud. Because, yeah, they thought, Annie says, I thought you were dead, dead, just mathematically. mathematically. And then Pierce, Pierce says, says, mom like to pretend he was, was dead. Which is an explanation of a line from an earlier episode. Right. The bottom 41%. I went into Bernie Sanders a little bit there. Uh, from an earlier episode where... Uh, 
a, a phone, message phone message from Pierce's mom in the phone corner. She refers to her his dad as being dead. Yeah. So this is an explanation of that. We figured out what it means. We're at the top of our game. So let's shut up, Leonard. Coming for you. Let's talk about Pierce's parents. Let's sit down and have a nice chat about Pierce's parents. Okay. His mother uh, was the member of a cult. Mm-hmm. Laser uh, Lotus. His father, an extreme racist. Yes, with an ivory wig. With an ivory wig. You haven't wig. even mentioned the wig, for <laughs> God's sake. Let's do a whole episode about that wig. <laughs> it's a wig, but it's not a wig because it's made of elephant bone. Yeah. So it's just a ivory hard, is pure. carved to look like uh, hair. And it literally, according to the commentary, according to $5, Matt Murray, $5,000. It's obviously not made of ivory. It's made of some kind of plastic. Yeah. They said rubber on the commentary. Oh, rubber. That makes more sense. Still don't see how it could cost $5,000. A lot of rubber. Uh, anyway, that's pretty great. Uh, so, it, you, I mean, it makes sense why Pierce uh, grew up so bad. I think Pierce is heroically not racist given his upbringing. Yeah, but uh, let's think. Okay, so Pierce lived at home with his mother. Yes. So that means Pierce's dad was also in the home, or did he have a separate home? I think he had a separate home. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. They had enough money spread around. Yes. Uh, Do you think his parents were still together technically in a legal sense? Or do you think they had divorced? Maybe, but I don't know. I'm going to say maybe technically legally together. Just like Spencer Tracy and his wife. Really? This is a fun fact from Hollywood's past. Oh. Because he was with Catherine Hepburn, but he, he was Catholic, oh, so he didn't right. want to divorce his wife. So he just essentially w- was common law married to Catherine Hepburn, kind of. Yeah, because we but find still out. still technically married to his wife. Uh, you know, These some other things fun about. Fun facts about Catherine Hepburn and Spencer, Spencer Tracy. We find out some other things about Cornelius and his, uh, you know. Proclivities. Yep. That's a good, <laughs> that's a better word than anyone I could come up with. Uh, we find out some other things later in this season. Yes. Uh, but certainly, I, I do believe um, uh, maybe maybe the Laser Lotus cult allowed for a spiritual divorce, a mental divorce. Yeah. The Hawthorns are all dead now, I just realized. Spoiler alarm for season five. Sure. The Hawthorne line has ended. I mean, what about, uh, what was his name? Who's G- Gabe? No. Oh, uh, you're right. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. He's not technically a Hawthorne, Gilbert. I guess. Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. I forgot is, about Gilbert. Is he technically a Hawthorne? He, I believe he was a blood relative of... I believe he was... Uh, well, I know Pierce's he's blood-related. I don't think Hawthorne's his last name. I don't think he has the Hawthorne name. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all. Just one of those, because both Pierce... We, we, so Pierce's dad dies in this episode. Spoiler. His mom died well, in the no, past. Well, Hoth- no. He, he has some stepchildren. Maybe Step- they're still carrying Hawthorne names. I don't know about that. Hmm. Maybe, maybe that'll be a, a thing in the movie. Yeah. The community movie. Let's talk like it's actually real. Let's confuse think, the audience of the future. I don't think they would have taken his name in the first place. Who? His stepchildren. Maybe if they wanted, like, uh, uh, if it was a money thing. Maybe he had a thing maybe. where to get the money, you got to take the name. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. <clears throat> I just don't know. Let's keep going. We got, really, we got really stuck at Cornelius and the you ivory wig. We got a lot left here. I know. Uh, ivory wig. Swedish dogs. There's a party. Britta says that's racist. Oh, she yeah. Says, and maybe they'll take that seriously because I'm white. And she says, you got a wide brow. You got a wide brow. You Swedish? Yeah. <laughs> Swedish dogs. <laughs> They've been breeding with Laplanders. Pretty, you're practically a Finn. That's pretty crazy. Uh, and then Shirley says you're the Abbot of racism. Yes. He reveals that his wig is ivory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britta says, I can excuse racism, but not animal cruelty. Shirley says, you can excuse racism? And Britta quickly shakes her head no. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of fun. At the party... There, there's a great joke that Jeff has uh, where he's, he's so the party is supposed to be canceled so that uh, Cornelius would not be mad at Pierce anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff uncanceled the party because he he 
Jeff is taking a stand against Pierce's father in yeah. a symbolic way of taking a stand against his own well, father. Because Jeff, the whole time I've been saying, don't don't support Pierce. He's only doing this to make money. He doesn't really like gay people. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the party was canceled, because it was canceled by Pierce's father, yeah. Jeff says, fuck that. This party must go on for the gays. Yeah. But Jeff is really fighting father issues. Yes. Which I, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to make the connection uh, season four aside, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make uh, at this point in time what we know about Jeff's dad. He's a deadbeat. Yes. Uh, we knew that. Uh, I guess he wasn't supportive. That's the deadbeat thing. And so in that same way, that's what Cornelius is doing to Pierce. He's yeah. not being supportive, or he's yes. being controlling in a sense. Yes. Or it's like it's something where the the father is having an influence on the child, on the son, well, in a way that is, is negative. I think the connection is that uh, Jeff has sort of made it up in his mind that he is better off without his dad because his dad was a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying he, he's trying to he's trying to prove that thesis with mm-hmm. Pierce mm-hmm. by breaking up Pierce and his dad and showing that Pierce will be better off without his dad. Mm-hmm. Therefore, proving his what he thinks in his mind, which is people like us are better off without our shitty dads. Mm-hmm. Good. Because uh, Jeff has a great joke when uh, Pierce comes in and he says, why... Why'd you restart the party? But he says, that way you never have to shudder when you see an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. Because the ivory wig. Yes. The um, wig is made out of ivory. Here's where elephant tusks. We, we see Dean for the first time dressed as a Tron character. Super great. Which is, I think, is he a specific Tron character? They mentioned in the commentary that he is specifically uh, Win, Win, Winslow. Winthrop. Now, Win, now that color. Win, 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 Winman? Winslow. Winford. So that, <laughs> the reason why he's specifically that character is because of the color of his lights. Green green uh which is that is uh the color in that of that tron character but later in this episode uh, Tr- uh abed says to dean tron tron and he says what's tron what's tron yeah <laughs> that's super enjoyable that's great and i believed him to be at least from a costume costume to heart perspective mm-hmm. much in the way that jeff was one of the fast and the furious guys yes i feel like dean is one of the tron guys yes yeah uh, and there's another crazy reveal, uh, which makes Pierce stay at the party. They unveil a, a, a painting or some yes. kind of printing of Pierce's face yes. in the style of, of uh, who's that band? Of Duran Duran's yes. uh, Rio cover? Her name was Rio and she dances in to which the sand. I can't stop seeing, they unveil it and oh, I just see Rio, it's Pierce as the Joker. That's what I see. The Rio Grand. Which That's can I tell I you? A little composite of that song. I, I I almost I want I want Chevy Chase to be the Joker instead of Jared Leto. I want anyone to be the Joker instead instead of Jared Leto right you, now. You and me both, brother. Uh, anyway, he's I, damaged. Did you get that? Did you you understand that he's he's a damaged personality? And wait, he's a clown. Did you? He has a clown, right? Not, he is a clown. Let's not get it. And he likes cards. Let's not get it. Is that why he's the Joker? <laughs> You've gone too far. And he, la- he laughs, right? He has a weird laugh. He has to remember that he goes, ha, 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 ha. It's ha. hot. And we need to talk about community. Pierce Joker. Room temperature room. Yep. This was after the blindfold test where they had to build the ACs blindfolded and Troy does it first. To which I... He I, walks into the hallway against the history of AC history repairman. Of AC repairman. started out as slaves. They start palming, lowly and then they... fronds for the pharaohs? I mean, they were... They were they were waving palm fronds. Yes, as I like to say, palming fronds. They were waving from ponds. From ponds. Mr. Frond is a character on Bob's Burgers. Talking about see. So he takes him into a room and he says, "Do you feel that?" And Troy goes, "No, uh, no." <laughs> and this is the room, room, temperature room temperature room. This is the room. Yeah. 
And uh, in the commentary, they mentioned how that it was originally going to be a big conspiracy where AC repair people lied about room temperature just to make sure everyone's uncomfortable. Yes. Constantly needs AC. Yes. But they paid it down to this, and I think this is a great gag. Yeah. And this is a great uh, a thing that a AC repair school would be obsessed with. Yes. Uh, I and, and this this kind of got answered. I just wrote this down willy nilly, and it kind of gets answered later, uh, like right at the end of the episode. So Layborn. Vice Dean Laybourne, he was an AC repairman. Yeah. He started where Troy is. Yeah. Well, we know that, especially by the end of the season, we know that. Yeah. And so, but he, he moves up to the Dean status just by, you know, hook or by crook, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so I just find, I think that's interesting. I think we don't always think of Vice Dean Laybourne as being an AC repairman. Yeah. We think of him as overseeing it. Yeah. But he, he knows just as well as everyone else the parts and what they do oh, and yeah, how to do it. for them. sure. Yeah. He's just in a suit. That's just... <laughs> His new, and he, he does a, in the room temperature room, he has some great lines that they always end with a word that doesn't exist. Invelievable yes. and invincible. Yep. I enjoy that. Good stuff. Troy back, comes back to the party. Yeah. Dean says, hey, this is dangerously hot. The AC was not built for this gay party. <laughs> yes. Is his words. Yeah. And so Troy takes to it. This is the what's Tron moment. Yeah. Uh, Troy. Great stuff. Troy, Troy comes back. The, well, he goes to fix the AC and, and Jerry the janitor confronts him. Yeah. He says, you've been hanging out with those AC boys, haven't you? Mm-hmm. And Jerry, Jerry's just mad that they're elitist. Yes. Uh, he's mad that they think that they're better. Not that there is actual Perhaps some residual, some residual anger uh, towards the custodians who also might think they're elitist. Mm-hmm. Do you think it is it is a success? I'm going to, this is out of left field. Here we go. Here a we success go. or failing of community that this storyline where Troy has to decide what his future will be and part of that decision is being helped by, I'm, I'm going to call it an older uh, a male man. figure, an older black male figure, uh, that they're not tying this all into the father line, father line, as we call it. Because didn't we find out at some point that Troy's father not, was never around? Not all black people are related, Andrew. I'm so embarrassed that you would suggest that Jerry Miner is Troy's father at this point <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> no, that like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. That I think it's a success that they didn't tie it in. Or was it? Or was it? I am I getting this wrong? And the, it was a joke that they thought Troy's father wasn't around, but he, but they were. They were just normal people. I don't remember. I can't remember which way the joke went. I don't. I don't know if that joke existed. Well, because I remember it's a joke where Troy says, "I'll be the first to finish college, community college." I mean, uh, everyone I'll, else graduated from to, regular. College. I believe that was a joke. That was a joke, but I don't remember what the deal with his dad was. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I just think it's very interesting that they don't even go close to that. They I don't think even that's touch smart that. to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, he comes and he says, hey, you know, you, you can have all you want living as a plumber, but without the pretense. Mm-hmm. And then Troy says, screw you. I want to eat Spaceman Paninis with Black Hitler, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and so he runs off in a storm. He goes to Abed. He says, I need to talk, but it has to be a secret. Can we do our secret handshake? Yeah. Which is great. It's just their regular handshake, but, but then the afterwards end of it, they, they go, go, secret. <laughs> Uh, but then he says he can't talk to anyone else, so he has to talk to himself. So, so Abbott says, great, I'll yeah. be you. And then, I like football, but also I don't. Yeah, it's so great. I like football, but also I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he says, uh, "What Troy says, what should I do? Uh, Abbott says, uh, Abbott, as Troy says, I don't know, let's go ask my good friend Abbott. Okay, now you be Abbott, you be me. <laughs> so then Troy's Abbott, and he says, gee, Troy, I don't know, but Harrison Ford might. Don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> and he has to stop because they've gone too deep. Yeah. This whole segment is just, just a barrel a minute laugh fest look i have more notes on this episode than i think any other episode so <laughs> f- so far this season this 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 episode is so funny yeah it's full of so many bits it's full of so many great moments yeah uh th- i'm gonna highlight this scene as, as 
maybe my favorite. Of the, uh, was my favorite of the episode, though. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Troy and Ovid's line of "I like football, but also I don't" as the summing up of Troy. Well, because then Troy says, "Perfect." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, "Yes, that's me." Well, I think that might that's one of my top five Troy and Ovid moments of the whole series. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so, so also kind of tying into Kendro the Q's uh, attempt to get in with Troy. I like footballs, <laughs> which is another <laughs> line that I like. Uh-huh. Uh, community makes football palatable, which is a thing that who else can say? Sure. Uh, so then Pierce is going to go make a statement. Uh, Sh- Shangela uh, calls up, says, get up here, Pierce, and talk yeah. to all your gay friends. Get your fine gay loving ass up here, she says. <laughs> uh, he gets up there, and then he sees Cornelius. He sees his dad. And he says, Hawthorne, he says, Pride Wipes are canceled. Hawthorne Wipes will go back to being a straights-only product. <laughs> that's that's funny, right? Yeah. Because that's that's a dumb, like, no one would ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's doing it well, just because. Well, no one or Berea Pasta would. Who? Don't you remember that? A few years ago, Berea Pasta got in trouble for saying they only want straight people to eat their pasta. No. Yeah. Well, i got to stop eating their pasta then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever eat their pasta. Uh, and then in a panic, because you can tell the audience hates him, Pierce fakes a heart attack. Yep. Uh, which Cornelius immediately recognizes and goes, yep. Classic Hawthorne. Classic Hawthorne. <laughs> so they're at the hospital. And Jeff gives a, sort of one of his evil winner speeches. Oh, uh, here's a note that I have. I'm sorry. Uh, this pops up in the in this party and then later at the funeral. Uh, Chang doesn't yeah. have a gaydar? What's that? He, he says Chang, uh, Chang is the security officer for this party. He's walking around yeah. at one point and he says, ah, what a sausage fest. Yeah. And then another point uh, as, a, as a kind of a funny beat. He's with uh, men dressed as, as cops, but they're clearly... How long have you been on the force? Yeah, how long have you been on the force? Yeah. But he's very friendly with them. Yeah. He's very... He doesn't uh, He doesn't seem to notice that he's at a gay party. Yeah. He's, you know... Or, as a... I mean, should we talk about... Should we save this for the end of the episode? What? Him going home with Urbana Champagne? Mm, we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that because it is... I think it is important. Okay! Okay, okay! So, Jeff... Okay... Okay. We gotta stop that. Jeff Jeff <laughs> gives a big speech to Cornelius. He yeah. says, "You know what? I'm standing up for all the deadbeat dads, all the sons of deadbeat dads. You had this amazing gift and you threw it away. You're a piece of trash." And I'm gonna say to you, "So what?" Yeah. And I like that as a good Jeff to his dad refrain. Yes. You know, like I don't need you. So what? Yes. Uh, and then Cornelius goes down. Cornelius goes down. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, whatever. He's this a Hawthorne. What this would do." do. And then cut to funeral. funeral. Yes. <laughs> Immediate cut to funeral. Yes. Uh, uh, Jeff says something to Pierce. Pierce says something. Jeff says, I don't think that's true. I forget what he says. And he says, I looked it up on the... Waikapitaya. Wiki- like yeah, that's what you say now. Yes, I've said that since this episode aired. And I didn't realize that's where it came from. Yep. It's great. Uh, Jeff gets the wig. Yeah, Pierce which... Gives the wig. Jeff says, I think you this... should keep this. He says, oh, I'd like to, but as Will clearly states, whoever kills him gets it. Now, uh, I'm pretty sure 30, or not 30 Rock, uh, Parks and Rec mm-hmm. stole a joke like this. Oh, yeah? Uh, when there was an episode where Ron Swanson was making his will, mm-hmm. he had to make an official will. He'd always had just a piece of paper hidden on his person. Yes. But now he makes an official will, and it and part of it is that whoever, uh, if whatever kills him gets part of his belongings. Well, I think that's a common trope is the is someone having another I think it's, will. But I think it's super be... fun. Yeah, it's like, a great it's, trope. <laughs> it's great for Ron Swanson. I think it also works here for Cornelius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because much like uh, if you kill the elephant, you get the ivory. Yeah. You kill Cornelius, you get his ivory. Yes. Although he did, uh, Jeff uh, re-gifted this wig, as we'll see later, to Troy and Abed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy and Abed have a wig. Next up, we've got... The Pierce's priest. eulogy. Oh. He just said his dad... Sucks. He just told his dead dad to suck it. <laughs> dude, no, specifically, dude just told his dead dad to suck it. 
But I'm talking about how the eulogy begins. Sure. Which is Pierce says, I'll never forget what my dad said to me as I was leaving for my first day of school. He said, comb your hair, idiot. You look Greek. Yeah. And then Pierce's next line I love, he says, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's still reflecting on what that could mean to him, that he might have looked Greek that well, day. Well, also, like, there's kind of a, a thing here where uh, as much racism as his father had, Pierce only picked up on, like, uh, you know, the most obvious ones. Yes. And even then, he didn't understand that, that those guys were gay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> a thing where his father never said, here's how to be racist against Greeks. Yes. He just was racist <laughs> against everyone. And some of it seeped through? Some of it seeped through. Not all. Not, a, not even a lot of it. Uh, and then part of his speech also, a little callback to his SNL days, perhaps. Uh, mm. He says, you're dead and I'm not. Oh. Which is, of course, on SNL, he said, I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. Didn't even catch that. that. He signed off the weekend update. Uh, so then, so then he Brit- tells his dead dad to suck it. Yeah. Brita says, so edible. And the priest says, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah. So unexpected. So great. And then uh, Troy turns around and he sees uh, some black ribbons tied to the AC. Mm-hmm. And he knows that that's a signal. So he goes into the back and he sees Laybourne. He says, your 24 hours are up. And he says, I'm not going to make a choice. I'm going to hang out with my friends because that's what I like to do. Yeah. You're making a huge mistake. Maybe so, but it's my mistake. But it's still a mistake. It does, that doesn't make it not a mistake, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Fun little exchange. Uh, and then as they're leaving... Uh, Dan- oh, I want to talk about the line. No, no one's more... I mean, no one's better than everyone else. I mean, people. some people are good sports, and there are magicians. <laughs> such, a great, such a great line from Troy. Uh, there's also a really fun moment. So There's some weird back room in this in this uh, funeral, parlor. funeral parlor, church, whatever it is, yeah. where that they're hanging out. Then Dan Bechdahl comes out of the shadows as well. That's right. And he says, sir, someone repaired the... Or oh. the... the, the, the Amana 5000 had a broken leak yeah. and uh, he goes and he says oh well that I'll, I'll fix it oh or no it's not it's something where it's like that's unfixable and he goes but it's fixed he did no, or he, he says, could like, it would take me to, it would take me three days to fix that yeah and then uh, he says no he fixed it in one night <laughs> yeah. yeah to which that I think intensifies Laybourne's yeah. need that's he, he maybe he would have just passed on Troy after Troy refused his offer yeah. but now he knows he He's got a feeling that maybe Troy might be the truest repairman. Mm-hmm. And then the tag. The tag. I love Troy's Reggie because he's so over the top with the Cockney accent. Yeah. But Inspector, what are we going to do about the blowguns? Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he does the kind of, the weird, I, I think this is a weirdly common thing when someone is doing a bad Cockney accent. There's a kind of head bob to it, mm-hmm. which Troy does, which is delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where we get uh, what I really enjoy. So Jeff, they, it's revealed that they're just throwing paper balls at Jeff. Yes. Jeff says, uh, whatever, you're a bunch of kids, yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. Then a hot a lady's hot in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy says, Sup, Troy girl? turns it on. How you living? <laughs> and Ava just says, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk. So Chang mm-hmm. goes home with uh, Ur- Urbana Champagne. Oh, that's right. And uh, what happens in the end of season six? Yeah, this is interesting because I had forgotten about this. So I guess I will allow season six. That was a good Chang end. Yeah. It was a good reveal. Yeah. Uh, whatever's going now, on let me, there. Let me ask you this. So Chang was married to a lady at one point. Yeah. Do you think he realized he was gay that night with Urbana Champagne? Or do you think that that was one of many secret gay hookups that he had? And he thought that they thought she was a woman. I think Chang thought she was a woman. Yeah. And I think Chang got in the mood. And got home, like, oh, shit. saw what was going on, this is me. and then decided, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was an awakening. For, this is Chang's awakening. <laughs> and maybe this is why he goes dark. He, he, he's mad. He can't, he can't. He can't handle it. Yeah. He gets mad. He turns, he turns evil. Yep. But then he sees the light. And then by the end of season six, he realizes it's okay. 
Uh, even though his a catchphrase I'd call for Chang is just to go, gay. <laughs> Uh, there was another stray note that I had here stray about notes. Um, uh, but it's good for right Talking at the end. About stray Before the notes. ivory wig, at, at the read through, they even said all the I way up until they the started fly, filming it. But the notes that we got to talk about. I wanted you to finish your song. God damn it! <laughs> your songs go on so long. Uh, before the every wig, it was supposed to be robot legs, mm. and they had no idea how they were going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but they were just. Everyone was like, "Cool, sure." <laughs> okay yep and then apparently they got there and they were like no 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 we need to switch this quick yeah i think the wig is better it's way better yeah uh, this is what i think this is a, a a community staple where they will have an idea in the script it's a funny idea great idea they get on set they go that doesn't work how about this and whatever it is it's way funnier yeah way better and it works out makes a better story agreed it's a commutative commutative Plugs? it's community efforts <laughs> Plugs? Yeah, plugs. Whatever. Was there was the thing I was supposed to remind you of the anime convention? Nope. Well, rem- we I'm can't reminding talk about you that now. because that's not that's not us. What? Well, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> it, it was it was that um, uh, in addition to my normal plugs that plugs. I will be plugs. on the <laughs> plugs. Okay. I'm a guest plugs. on the uh, the podcast. Thank you, plugs. Internet. Uh, it's plugs. a it's a great plugs. little show. Plugs. It's very early. You you know your plugs chant always throws me off. Well, I saw you I sort can't of handle sh- it. like rubbing your temple <laughs> and like can't. really trying to like get over this. But I I'm gonna do it until I'm sick of it. God damn it! I'm because I I'm gonna it. stop doing the plugs chant. That's plugs. me right now. Plugs. Thank you, internet. Plugs. Go look them up. They're a plugs. great little show. Uh, I had previously uh, uh, known David Spencer. Plugs. He's a good guy. Uh, he had a movie podcast, uh, but now he's doing this. It's called Thank Plugs. You Internet. So go check that out. They interviewed Plugs. me about the whole Bendview thing and about Pick Your plug. Path. Another thing that I'll plug Plugs. is a podcast, plug. uh, Choose Your Own Adventure podcast, plug. an enhanced podcast where plug. by the miracle of chapters plug. in a podcast, you can make plug. choices in a story and uh, determine how it ends uh, in the style plug. of Choose Your Own Adventure stories. Uh, so go check that out, benvnetwork.com slash PYP. And another podcast I do is plug. Nerd's Eye View. Every week plug. we talk about Plugs. You know, movies and shit. Who Plugs. cares? <laughs> Plugs. Yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, the most recent episode is Ant-Man. Plugs. We talked about Ant-Man uh, with Nathan, Nathan Schultz, uh, who did the Plugs. comic The Shrouded City. Uh, so go check all those Plugs. things out. And uh, we have a, we have a uh, what's it called? Patreon. Patreon. Plugs. Network slash Plugs. something. Nope. Patreon.com slash ShutUpLeonard. Go give us the monies if you like what we Just do. Just like Stephen Day did. He's a great American and a great man. Plugs. It's your turn now. Plugs. Would done. you prefer I went back to singing during your plugs? None of it. No. I need <laughs> silence. I can't focus. Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there, like Pick Your Path, which he already mentioned, but also Benview on Spielberg, where I talk about Steven Spielberg. Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show, where I talk about wrestling. Pop Skulls, where we talk about pop culture. Those are all, and Benson's Boombox, where we talk about whatever the hell we feel like, whenever the hell we Did feel like. Did you drop like. that up yet? What? Oh, no. <laughs> Go to Bren, mattbenson.com, which is not my website, but it's another no. guy's website, and then from, from buy shoes or whatever is on that website, and then go to benviewnetwork.com, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Dr. Matt Benson, that's Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter at, at shutuplenpod. And you can and write I'm, us an email. I'm on Twitter. At shutupleonardpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Andrew on Twitter at podcasterandrew. Yep. Uh, and you could, it would be super swell of you. That's right. I said swell. Uh, to go check out uh, uh, us on iTunes and do stuff to us on iTunes. Like rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. 
Looks like we've got another email that I didn't even uh, notice. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to have to uh, talk about that afterward because I can't process it. So I look forward to next week where we will discuss another email. Uh, until then, Google Pylon. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about Duel, The Sugarland Express, Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, 1941, Raiders of the Lost E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Zone, Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire, Indiana of the Jones Always. and the Last Crusade, Jurassic the Lost World, Hearts. Saving Hearts. Private AI, Minority Report, The Terminal, the, the Adventures of Sinton, the Sugarland Express, Close Encounters Steven Spielberg, Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.